Mahomes back, throws, it is incomplete, yes. picked off, picked off by the Lions. Brian Branch with it left side. He's going, baby! He's going to the house! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Deflected yes. in the air, Branch ran under it, and he took it all the way back. Week four of the NFL season is a short week for the Detroit Lions as they have a quick turnaround from Sunday's win um, you know, against Atlanta to a Thursday night matchup at Lambeau against the Green Bay Prime Packers. Prime time, baby. Tim Twentyman, PJ Clark here for Twentyman in the Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft. Short and sweet, but let's get right into maybe a couple news and notes real quick. We do have to say that we have a new addition to the podcast table. We have the alternate helmet. Sorry if you're listening to Has this, arrived. The alternate helmet's here. It, it's, it looks nice. It's a nice addition. Excited. Only four more weeks until that. Four more weeks until Next that. Next prime time game. So. Uh, but first off, huge matchup early season. I mean, you've got, you know, uh, two and one Green Bay Packers, two and one Detroit Lions. You not only finish the quarter three and one with a win Thursday, you also take first place in the division. This is what you play for. And this is, yeah, this is big. I think, you know, coaches separate the season into those quarters, right? And I think if you're Dan Campbell and you sit there and you've got wins against Green Bay, Atlanta, previously undefeated Atlanta, and Kansas City, your only hiccup to a pretty good Seattle team. I think you feel really good about where you're at in the NFC. You're only trailing San Francisco and Philly in terms of you know them being undefeated before you know they play on the weekend. So I, I, a win Thursday, you're just in such a great spot. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, this is not the end-all be-all. It would be a massive win if it happens. you got to keep the train rolling and, and keep the bounce back from Seattle and beat Green Bay. All of that is important, but it's still early. You mm-hmm. want to be 3-1, and one, but this is not, you know, as big as this game is. We talked about it on Sunday in, in the post-game show that, you know, this is, it's go time now. First division game. Cam Sutton brought it up in the locker room celebration video the other night after the win against Atlanta. They want this one bad, but yeah. it's, it doesn't have to be the end-all be-all from here. And it sounds like they're getting a little bit healthier. Yeah. It sounded like when, when Dan talked on, on Tuesday afternoon that he was pretty optimistic that Taylor Decker uh, would be able to play, that David Montgomery would be able to play. Taylor Decker obviously hasn't played the last two games with a high ankle sprain and a bone bruise. David Montgomery missed last week after having a, a thigh bruise against uh, Seattle week two. So they're getting some pieces back healthy. We'll see about Kirby Joseph um, and, and some of the other guys, but certainly good news with, with Decker and um, Montgomery and then over on the other side it looks like Green Bay's getting a little bit healthier too yeah. um, Christian Watson sounds like he's going to play uh, looks like they probably have Aaron Jones Bakhtiari they could have him as well so um, it looks like everybody's going to kind of get all their pieces back and there's going to be no excuses it's just about going on the road and trying yeah, to get away. that's the way to do it and I think for the Lions you're getting back Taylor Decker who's a you know, veteran leader that knows what it's like to go play in Green Bay, but Montgomery too. I mean, he brought it up yesterday. He's never beaten the Packers. Oh, you really? Think that, you think oh, that wow. guy wants this one? <laughs> I think he wants it pretty bad. So, And getting Decker back also allows you to shift Penny Sewell back yeah, over the very, right side where important. you've dealt with some injuries. Look, Colby Sorzell did a great job stepping in last week, a guard 
going flexing back, out flexing in his out first to, NFL game action. Yeah. So I look, mean. he did a great job. Kudos to that young man. But getting um, you know, Penne back out there, I think just solidifies things on the edge. Rashawn Geary returned for them last week. They've been kind of working him in. He got more work last week, had three sacks yeah. against the Saints. So you like to have your bookend tackles. Yeah, and I think I mean when you're dealing with even Big V still being out, you, you have the tackles in their right spots and trying to to figure out from there you know it's just it's boosting boosting the floor of the line versus you know where are you going to be if Sewell is playing what are you doing at right tackle if Sewell is playing left tackle again this week yeah 100 percent. all right let's get into some of these matchups real quick all right let's get into these matchups let's start right away with with i think It'll be an important one. Lions defensive back Brian Branch, who's been terrific to start this season, versus um, their slot wide receiver, Jaden Reed. Now, look, we were both in Mobile. Um, Good player. And, and we liked yeah. Jaden Reed. He, he made, made my list of, of one of the guys um, you know that, that impressed me that week. And when you look at him through three games, look, nine catches, 148 yards. He's averaging 16.4 yards per catch, and, and he's got two touchdowns. And, and look – PG, if Detroit can rush the passer as well as they did last week, where are your security valves for Jordan Love for the quarterback? It's your tight ends and your slot receiver, yep. right? That's you look at whenever Goff is in trouble, he looks to his tight ends or he looks to Amon Ra St. Brown. And so I think that's a key matchup here. And when you've got Brian Branch, I mean, this this kid's a defensive. I don't think it's out of no. line to say he's a defensive rookie of the year candidate no, already. No, def- definitely not. I mean, he's got to be in that conversation. But you have it, – it's a different game for Brian Branch, I think, this week. He really stuck out in the run game last week, yeah. making plays at the line of scrimmage, getting Algier down in, 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 behind the line of scrimmage, getting Bijan down behind the line of scrimmage, three tackles for loss last week. This is – you're playing nickel this week. Like, this is – you yeah. got to go cover a slot receiver who's been very – I mean, he's got 20 targets through three games. He had a two-touchdown game in week two against Atlanta. He dropped two touchdowns on Sunday that he was open for, so he's clearly a red zone threat for them that they expect that he can get it done and score touchdowns for them. I mean, two two top 50 picks, two second-round picks squaring off in, in week four in the, you know – one of the biggest games, primetime game early on in their career, it's going to be definitely an interesting matchup. 18 tackles, three tackles for He's loss, pretty good, Three man. passes he's, defended, he's an really... interception with a touchdown, the pick six week one. I mean, guy just makes plays, and I don't think it's out of line to say that he was the best defensive player on the field on Sunday against Atlanta, and Peachy was his third game in yeah, I mean he's 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 I mean he's a he's a special player. There's nothing more that you can say at this point, and you know that's a guy now on the flip side that Green Bay always has to know where 32 is. Right, you got to be aware of what he can do and, and what he is bringing to the table. And for a Lions defense that has been so banged up, loses your other guy that you had to know where Chauncey Gardner Johnson was. Having him step up immediately in the first game was was I mean. I don't know what it, it was exactly what this team needed. Yeah, 100%. And Jordan Love now, we get to see him for the first time. It's going to be interesting. It's 
that the Aaron Rodgers era is over. They've ushered in the Jordan Love era and look, seven touchdowns, one interception. He's, he's looked good. He's 53% completion percentage. They'd like to see that a little bit higher, but look, he's made plays down the field. He's been pretty good. And so again, he's going to be looking for guys like Jaden Reed, like Christian Watson, like his two young tight ends. And so I think uh, a guy like uh, Brian Branch is going to be important to be right in the middle of all that when, when it breaks down and, and, you know, Jordan's trying to maybe make a play with his legs or his or his arm. Absolutely, you gotta you let let your best players do the work, and that's that's Brian Branch has proven that through three games. So All far. right, let's stick with Detroit's defense. Aiden Hutchinson, who was terrific last also week. also very good last week, breakout performance last week, and you know I put David Bakhtiari there because I think he's gonna play. Um, if not, they've got Rashid Walker, who's who's been pretty good filling in for him. So you know whatever that matchup looks like, it's an important one because you saw the impact that Aiden Hutchinson had. Yeah. Look, we've seen it the first two weeks, right? He had pressured the quarterback, but there's a little bit difference about pressuring a guy and then, you know, getting him completely off his spot and sacking him. And then the strip sack and the recovery and the two sacks. They come and in bunches. They come, yeah. And seven total sacks for the Lions, 11 tackles for loss. And I think it was it really all started up front with, with Aiden Hutchinson, really in that first series, just some of the impact he started to have there. And I think all the guys fed off it. Now, Bakhtiari is, is an all pro player. Um, you know, he's he is he, he's world class, hasn't allowed a, a pressure this year in 30 plus pass rush reps when when he was healthy, you know, week one. He's a perennial pro bowl type guy and that that'd be a terrific matchup. Now they move Aiden to both sides. So he's going to see a lot of it. But, you know, I think when they're squared up, can Aiden get the best of, um, you know, the pro bowl or the veteran guy on the edge and, and help kind of be a catalyst for this defensive line all over again? Yeah, I think it's going to be important. You're obviously going to look to Aiden to get the pass rush started. That is your your number one unquestioned option there. And and he's the spin move to me has become kind of like the staple that here. interior that spin move to the inside was pretty it, sweet especially when week. he's rushing from the edge and he's been very very good I mean my note is how much do we see him inside because that's yeah. where he's been extra effective this year mm-hmm. is over the guard I mean that's where most of his pressures have come from but you know if you're going up against the all pro one of the best left tackles in the league can that spin move, if that's going to become your your go to staple? A David Bakhtiari knows that. That's <laughs> not, so. What is your secondary plan? But how effective can that be against a quarterback that hasn't seen a lot of game action? You know, in this the Lambo game last year, Aiden got Rodgers quick and tried to make a swipe at the ball on that sack. But Rodgers, a veteran, knows he's got to pull it down and tuck and just live to see another down. Can you get to Jordan Love and can you maybe swipe at the ball that maybe he doesn't have the same instinct that Aaron Rodgers does? It's definitely something to keep an eye on. Well, and Dan said one of the things that he's done really well is making plays down the field and giving guys a chance to get down the field. Giving them, you know, good 50-50 balls. Well, in order you to do that, you got to hold it a, a couple extra yeah. seconds. And if you like to get the ball downfield, it's that. If that's part of your game, to your point, there might be some opportunities there with an extra second as he maybe waits. I mean, you got this for a safety to clear. Week, so yeah, it, it's it's uh it's on the radar for Aiden Hutchinson at least. So to me, that's a big matchup. All right, let's go to the other side of the football. Graham Glasgow versus Kenny Clark, who I think is one of the better interior superstar. Guys. Yeah, in this league, really, really good. 
You look at Glasgow, two hurries, one hit, no sacks, not bad, filling in for, for Big V. Um, and it doesn't look like Big V is going to be able to make it this week. I think that's probably smart. You hold him out here, you get an extra 10 days yeah. and, and probably the mini buy. Carolina, you're probably thinking he's back. They didn't put him on IR, you know, thinking it would be less than four games. So that would be the case with, with Carolina. But look, Glasgow's a guy who started 91 games, right? I mean, he's been in it uh, both here and in Denver. Um, he's seen this. He's seen great players. And something tells me this might be one of those games where uh, Frank Ragnow, the center, is maybe looking to help a little bit, especially when, when Kenny is is lined up over the, the right side. There. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you made the point earlier, and I know we're going to talk about Panay next, but he goes back to right tackle. Graham had as good of a game as he did with uh, just a rotation of right tackle mm-hmm. play. And, yeah. and you're playing off of that as a guard so much that, yeah, it's going to be a little difficult when you're not comfortable or you don't necessarily know who is right beside you. And and coach said this morning that, you know, uh, Frank and, and Graham had to help Colby out a little bit and were shading a little bit more to that side and trying to figure out, you know, how they're going to get through the game with your third string right tackle on on game day when your first string right tackle is playing left tackle. So if Sewell comes back to the right, I feel like you're just getting everybody a little bit more comfortable. And I everybody expect, settles in. I right? think Graham. I think that'll be good for Graham too. Twelve tackles, two sacks, five quarterbacks hits from the interior. That guy's a super. I, th- I put him right there with Chris Jones and Aaron Donalds of the world as in terms of interior guys who are are just some of the best in the league. Absolutely. All right, let's you mentioned it. Um let's shift over to the right side. Penny Sewell, who it sounds like it's going to shift back to his, you know, spot at at right tackle versus Rayshon Gary and look Gary's guy who's coming off an ACL, um, but they're kind of working him back in, but he's been terrific. He's all started the way back. <laughs> Yeah. All the I mean, way he back. looks good. I think he only played 23 reps, maybe something like that last week. It was 12 week one, but I expect that to jump up considerably, especially after last week when he had, what, three Three sacks sacks. and 23 reps. Yeah, you'll take that. Yeah, you'll take that. And look, I think for Panay, I thought he did a solid job on the left side. He's always hard on himself, Um, thought he should have done better, but look, didn't allow a sack, didn't allow a quarterback hit, had a couple penalties, which, you know, needed to clean up a little bit. But him going over back to the right side, that's where he dominates. Rashawn Gary mostly lines up on the right side there so I think that's a key matchup and important one on the edge in this one yeah you got to be aware of where 52 is I mean I, I like we said about Brian Branch to start that's their guy that you got you have to game plan for Rashawn Gary and you didn't have to game plan for Rashawn Gary at the end of last year in that big game at Lambeau because he was out but right. that guy is back he is an elite elite edge rusher I mean we talk about can Aiden make that jump into that Rashawn Gary tier. That's where you're looking when you draft a guy that high. Rashawn Gary is like the best possible outcome. He is really, really good. And he some of I those mean, bull rushes last week. He's back. Uh, he whatever, good. whatever, whatever ailment was coming off the ACL. And yeah, you got to limit him and and work him back slowly, especially because that happened midway through last year. I think Sunday's game proved that that guy is is ready to go. 113 pass block reps for Pene Sewell in three games, two total pressures. Yeah. He's been good. He's really good. He's he's good. And so, again, <laughs> what a dynamic matchup there um, on the edge. They've got to keep Rashawn Gary uh, you know, out of the backfield. they got to keep Jared Goff on time. This is a really good Packers defense. I think in all three levels they've got guys. They're loaded. Between. They just keep adding to it too. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they can make plays. I think that's the strength of this team. 
And so you saw what Detroit was able to do Atlanta last week. They can't allow Green Bay to do the same thing, disrupt them, get them out of what they want to do. That's how Green Bay wins this game. Because it's a lot of timing, too. I feel like Jared, Jared is a quarterback that gets into a rhythm and likes to hit the digs over the middle and you need to have time to have that develop and and if you get off schedule even a little bit then maybe a couple plays get thrown out of whack I mean we saw the offense stall out a little bit against Atlanta and then get back on the tracks and that can't happen against an elite defensive unit like this all right, let's finish up with this one. Sam Laporta versus Darnell Savage. And I, I was kind of looking to see how they would match up um, against Laporta. And, and just some of what I've seen on film from their first uh, couple games is Quay Walker handles the running backs a lot. They kind of put the safeties on their the tight ends. And so, you know, Darnell Savage versus Laporta, I think, is a key one because we see what Laporta has meant to this yep. team the first three weeks. Again, we talked about Branch, um, terrific second-round pick. Their other second-round pick, who they selected before Branch, Sam Laporta, 18 receptions, um, 186 yards and a touchdown. He's the first tight end to have five-plus catches in each of his first three games, leads all tight ends in receptions. His 186 yards are second most. Kid's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what else we can say at this point about <laughs> Sam Laporta. He gets open. He breaks tackles, run after catchability. I mean, you saw all of that at Iowa where he was their main option and slotted in in the NFL and it has been able to do the exact same thing. And, you know, one thing that Dan Campbell said about him this week is that if he makes a mistake, he never makes it the same yeah. one twice. And that trust, that Jared Goff trusts him. And Look, it's hard for rookies in this league to come in and earn the trust of yeah, a veteran quarterback absolutely. like Jared Goff. The fact that he doesn't make the same mistake twice, he's always in the same spot. He's got terrific hands. He can run after the catch. He's been terrific. And that combination of him and and St. Brown over the middle has been really tough for defenses to take away, especially you can't you, – you could maybe take away one. Take away in really both of them is really, one. really hard. And so, you know, that's been a huge boost. And, and you know, can the rookie, you know, keep it up? Can he can he get five-plus catches again for four straight week? It's like when we were talking about Amon Ra as a rookie, where he was coming up with eight every week and setting that record every game as it came on. I mean, that's – it feels like three years ago all over again. You've got to love that matchup, Laporte against the safety, though. Yeah. And, and he's such a, a, a dynamic player that you love that match against a linebacker, too, because, you know, he's going to be faster than a linebacker. He's going to be bigger and stronger, and he's got really good hands versus safety. I just think he's one of those guys who's a matchup nightmare. I think you have the advantage, too, that he's been a quality blocker to this point where he can he can be in line and you don't have to split him out outside and, and kind of get creative on how you're deploying him there. He can block with the rest of the team at this point. So if you, you know, you don't have to split him out wide necessarily to get the matchup that you want. So there were the five key matchups for this week. Obviously there'll be a lot more Thursday night. We will be at Lambeau field. Hey, you know what? We should do a podcast post game from Lambeau. Oh, really? Let's do that. Let's do that. All right. You guys can look forward to that Thursday, and hopefully me and him are talking about a Lions victory Thursday night.